0: Hi, welcome to Perspective Detective. I'm Sabrina DeYoung, and I am not a real detective. However, my superpower is listening and being genuinely curious. I am on a mission to widen our perspective as we listen to other people's stories and experiences. I believe when we hear each other's stories, we humanize humans, which can result in less judgment and more compassion for one another. I sincerely believe we're all just trying to do our best. I am so excited to learn together. Let's begin. Hi, welcome to episode 11 of Perspective Detective. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend Gretchen today. She is actually one of my dearest friends and we actually speak the same language. And by that, I mean we both coach using the same methodology. I know I haven't talked much about the perspective coaching that I do on this podcast, so don't worry, it's not like you missed something there, Um, but she will talk about it in this episode and I will start sharing more about it soon. Gretchen is so amazing and great at being introspective into her own mind and life. She has done truly a tremendous amount of work on herself and the trauma that she's been through. She does not specifically address the trauma in this episode, but please just trust me when I say she's made leaps and bounds with her healing, and it's been so cool for me to be able to watch her in that transformation over the years. She specializes in weight loss coaching for women, and I love her perspective on being reconnected with yourself and life. Let's hear from Gretchen now. Hi, Gretchen. Thanks for being with me today. Oh my God. Would you mind introducing yourself? I'm so excited to talk to you about this.
1: Yes, of course. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So, introduce myself. My name is Gretchen Palmer, and I am a life and weight loss coach. I help women, specifically who are members of the LDS church, I help them. I help women who overeat lose weight. And that's what I do. I'm a mom and a wife, and I'm at home with my kids. And so, that's me in a nutshell. I mean, in a short, small nutshell.
0: <laughs> awesome. Okay. So let's talk about weight loss then. Let's just jump right in.
1: Okay. Let's do it. Why did you
0: decide to work with women and weight loss?
1: Yes. So I have spent the last 20 plus years, I can say decades now. <laughs> you can't see my face, but that was a great <laughs> I guess you're getting old. <laughs> so I've spent the last 20 plus years in a battle with, and I'm going to put air quotes around that, in a battle with my weight. And so I tried so many different things to lose weight. And about, I guess it was almost two years ago, I discovered a program that helped me lose Mm -hmm. 90 pounds and it was amazing. And I was flying high and I was a health coach for them. And But after I lost that 90 pounds, all of the feelings and Crud. I guess that's the best word I can come up with. All of that junk that I had been stuffing down for so long, right,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, came back up, and I—I I don't know. I feel like it came back up with a vengeance, right? It got to a point where I was like, uh, "I don't want to feel these feelings still," and so I'm going to go right back into old habits. And at the time, I had a life coach, and she was helping me on my money mindset and. The model that she uses, and Sabrina, I don't know if you've talked about this, but we uh, we use something called the self-coaching model created from Brooke Castillo. And so I was teetering on, should I stick with this health coaching and this program and those kinds of things, or should I switch to become a life and weight loss coach? And I felt really compelled to switch because I couldn't get... I wasn't able to get deep enough with my the current clients I had. I really wanted I wanted to get to the root of the problem, right? So I lost my 90 pounds. Why in the heck am I going back to old patterns? I should be happy. I should right be all these things and I was just as happy and unhappy as I was at 257 pounds.
0: Why do you think that you were able to get that far losing the 90 pounds? and then have all of those feelings come back up. Like what was the difference between that time where you were, you know, working really hard and staying on track and then kind of, I don't know, I think of it like hitting a wall.
1: Yeah. It felt like hitting a wall. That's such a good question. So I got to a point where my body was just, just didn't want to lose any more weight. It was tired of what it was doing. Right. Cause I wasn't the program I was on was set up to put you into a fat burn. And so it's a low carb pro, a lower carb program. And so my body was just like, we need more food. And so I tried to get into a maintenance phase, which is something I've never done. <laughs> and so I think because I was allowing myself to eat all kinds of different foods now, I think in my brain, my brain was like, we're going to eat all the foods right now.
0: I can see how that would definitely be like a big mind twist mm-hmm. where on the one hand, you're like, I know that this plan works of this major calorie deficit and cutting out carbs and then having to transition that. If you haven't taught your brain that it's okay, that you're, you are okay mm-hmm. to be able to eat, then it kind of like the word I want to say, it's like, it's a big swear word that I hear <laughs> all the time. We'll just say mind twist yes. instead of the other way. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, I could see how that would be just hard to wrap your brain around if you don't have the tools, I guess, for that mindset.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it goes to show too, like we can, we can do so much on will, right? We can get, we can lose 90 pounds on willpower and, and um, grit and grit but if we want lasting change in anything in our lives we have to change our mindset and i hadn't i hadn't worked on that piece um i felt like with the program that i was using it didn't it wasn't giving me what i needed to change my mindset it was stuff it was lots of stuff i already knew and so mm-hmm. i just needed something different
0: yeah i think in general everybody knows like eat less move more Yeah. And, you know, for someone who's, we'll just say who's normal, like hormones are balanced, et cetera, like that's just going to work. Right. Okay. So I have a question that I've never asked you before, but why is weight loss even important to you? Like, why do you think it even Mm -hmm. matters that people even lose the weight?
1: I think this is such a good question because I feel like the thoughts we have about our weight are what drive us to lose weight. So for me, when I gained my weight, I made that mean that I was unlovable. I wasn't enough. Um, it reinforced a thought that I'm not important. Um, I'm ugly, you know, all of those things. And so my brain in my head, if I could be skinny, then I like that equated happy, right? Like that equated my husband loving me more, my, my kids loving me more, me loving me more. And so um, I'm glad you asked that. And I think a lot of us have that same idea that if when we lose weight, when we get to the other side of where we're at, we're going to be happier. But out of personal experience, it's not, it's not true. Like, have right. Like you lost the weight and there was still all the crap there was still all this stuff and I'm like isn't this supposed to be gone I thought I thought all of this was supposed to go away
0: (laughs) right so what was that saying I posted a little while ago it's not the weight that you want to lose it's the life that you want to have
1: yeah let me see if I can help so um I am in the process of getting certified with the life coach school you know that and but they talk about anytime we want to do something we want to get more money we want to lose weight it's because of the feeling that will that we think we're going to have. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not really like you're saying, it's not the body, it's the feeling that we're going after. So that's something that I teach my clients is you can have that feeling right now. If you want to become that person, you need to create that feeling uh, by changing your thoughts. Right.
0: So can't, do you think that a person can still have the life that they want and have the thoughts and
1: feelings that will make them happy without losing the weight? Absolutely. And that's, that's where I'm at in my current journey. So I lost my 90 pounds in, I think it was about a year ago. And over the course of of a year, I've gained about 40 back. But I've also been working really hard on loving myself the way that I am, right? Like even acknowledging that this is what I look like. I've got flabby arms and I've got, you know, like I've got tummy, you know, extra tummy skin and things like that from having babies. And I think for me and for the people that I work with, like, that's the key. If we can learn to love ourselves now, then maybe we don't have to change. Maybe you don't have to lose the weight or we, we still want to lose the weight, but it's coming from a place of love and Um, acceptance, not from a place of hate and punishment and scarcity.
0: Right. It will be so much more effective. I love the thought and I've really clung to this to help myself with my own body image is my body is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Mm. I have given it a little bit more food than it needs. And so it's putting it exactly where it needs to put it because my body is keeping me alive. And, and that in itself is perfect and beautiful And as I love myself more, then I'm also going to challenge my body to kind of let go of some of the storage and the survival that it's been hoarding up. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's one thing that's kind of helped me. I'm sure you kind of talk about the same stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's, yeah, our body does exactly what it should, right? If we eat lots of refined sugars and refined um, flours, and if we overeat, all those things, our body's going to gain weight because that's Mm -hmm. what it's supposed to do. (laughs) Right.
0: I just think it's like such a cool, and this is new to me. If, you know, some of my listeners have been here forever, then good, good on you. But it's such a cool idea to me to really think how amazing that our skin stretches, right? Like you mentioned the flabby arms and I'm like, but how cool that it's able to do that,
1: (laughs) you know? Yes, I love that. So I think a lot about like what I put my body through, right? Like I did, um, I drank and I did drugs and I smoked in my late teens, early twenties, and I mean there were nights where I would drink so much I would black out, but I'd still wake up in the morning, you know. And that's my body processing all of that alcohol, right? All of that abuse, and then I right. spent lots more years overeating and feeding it the junk food, lots of Oreos and peanut M&Ms and things like that, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's accommodated those things. Now I have, you know, I've got stretch marks under my arm because my arm got bigger because I was eating, right? Like I was eating yeah. more And that's what it needed to do. Right. So right. Yeah, I I actually really love that you brought that up because I've never thought about appreciating our bodies that way.
0: Yeah. 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 You can think of it more like battle scars in a war that you will win. Yeah. No matter what you choose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we've already kind of addressed this, but what is the hardest part about weight loss? Um,
1: how long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, enough. Um, if I had to pinpoint it, so the thing that's been the hardest. It's, I think for me, the thing that's been the hardest is being able to reconnect with myself. So, I mean, like I mentioned, I did drugs and drank and then I ate for a long time because I didn't want to avoid my feelings or I, I wanted to avoid my feelings. And every time we do that, every time we do something um, like that, every time we use an outside source, something outside of us to buffer away what we're feeling, we disconnect from ourselves. And so, I've I really feel like I've been just kind of in this fog living in a subconscious state for 20 years
0: mm-hmm. and now
1: that I'm learn re- like waking up and learning to acknowledge my who I am st- like stop fighting against my reality that I weigh a certain way I look a certain way that's hard cuz my I call it my toddler brain we have two parts to our brains that I, we focus on in my coaching. And one is that prefrontal cortex or, or our adult brain. And then the other part is our subconscious, which is our toddler brain. And so my toddler brain likes to throw a lot of fits and it likes to, it likes to tell me all kinds of things like this is never going to work and you can't do this. Right. Um, Cause those are the thoughts that have helped me in the past, but just, I, I feel like I'm in a battle a lot with myself. I'm in this tug of war of the adult brain is saying, no, this is what we're going to do. And my cute little toddler brain is like, screw you. We're not going to do that.
0: Right. Well, and I almost feel like that's the part that says, let's be realistic, which really means let's be negative about this, <laughs> right? It's like, no, let's, let's do be realistic. Yeah. I can do hard things. I love that idea of reconnecting with yourself. And I know you have been talking about and posting and you mentioned earlier, this is what I look like. Like Mm -hmm. this is who I am. This is the cells and blood and skin and bones and everything that my spirit is living in. And, and that's just it. Like that's just the truth about me. Yeah. Now what am I going to do about it?
1: Yeah. So yeah, I can either keep pretending and ignoring and keep, disconnecting from myself or I can change my thoughts about it and which Mm -hmm. will change my feelings. So right now I don't, I don't necessarily love myself right now, but I definitely like who I am, um, which is a huge leap from before where it was lots of loathing, lots of hate, lots of all of those things. And so realizing that shift was so powerful cuz it's like oh i can change my thoughts i can right like i can do this stuff
0: i think that most people live in that kind of subconscious state mm-hmm. most of the time yeah. kind of that numbing out just getting by day to day and of course don't even realize it right yeah. because they are they are functioning like they are surviving they are succeeding in you know various various goals yeah right And so it is just really, really interesting to me to think that we can access kind of a higher, higher brain, higher power. Mm -hmm. Like we can do more than we expect of ourselves if we're willing to, you know, go through that painful
1: process. Well, and that's, that's the ticket, right? Right there. Like we're taught that. If we have negative feelings like shame and disappointment and confusion and, you know, hate, all of those things, discomfort, if we have discomfort, then something's terribly wrong with us. Like something's gone wrong and that's so far from the truth, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Life's supposed to be good and bad. There's so many places that I've seen, I've seen this to be true and we, because we can't know the good without the bad. I always think of that movie Inside Out when Joy finally realizes that she needs sadness, because without sadness, then she, then Riley, the girl, yes, can't know joy. And mm-hmm. so we need we need both of them. But the more we pretend that we don't, the more we utilize food and drugs and pornography, all those types of things. All we're doing is creating a false sense of pleasure, and we're just prolonging the suffering.
0: And is that what you refer to as buffering, you had mentioned earlier?
1: Yeah, so I define buffering as using something outside of yourself, right? Some sort of substance to help you feel better, to make you feel better. Right. Um, Let's talk a little bit more about
0: self-love. What have you done Gretchen, to love yourself more? I know you said you're kind of still working on that, but you've at least gotten to a place where you like yourself. What have you done to be able to get there?
1: Um, so I've hired lots of life coaches to help. <laughs> <laughs> and what
0: do they do to help you?
1: Um, so we, we utilize the self-coaching model, which is a model that allows us to separate our, the facts of our lives from the thoughts that we have about it. And identify those thoughts that aren't serving us. So once we identify those thoughts, so our thoughts create our feelings, and our feelings drive every single thing we do or don't do. And from those from those actions that we take, that we create something in our life. And so, because I've had the thought for a long time that I'm not important enough, I always, when that comes up, I feel lots of shame. And because I don't want to feel shame. I go and I eat and I overeat and do those types of things. But what am I creating? I'm creating somebody who gains weight, right? Mm-hmm. Or can't lose weight for sure. And so that result I'm creating is reinforcing the the original thought that I'm not important enough. And so I've worked, I do, I I try to do a self-coaching model every day so that I can, Just get all those thoughts onto paper and figure out the feelings and really figure out what I'm creating in my life. And more often than not, I'm creating the exact thing I don't want. So do you just try on different thoughts? Sometimes. You mean like afterwards
0: or? Right. So you'll do the thought download, right? Where you write down everything that's just kind of in your brain. Yeah. Create it concrete and see... And then you're able to see how the thought is affecting your result. But do you go back and do intentional models where you try on a thought that will give you the result that you want?
1: So I think at some point I will do that. Right now, I'm learning to sit in my what we call model, right? To sit in that thought and that feeling and Learn how to give myself lots and lots of self-compassion because it's there's nothing wrong with having the thought that I am not important enough. The problem is when we, re- we believe that thought and that becomes our story, uh, the story that we tell ourselves. And so for me, I've had the biggest shifts when I can just sit in that and sit in the shame and invite it in instead of trying to run and hide from it. Okay, so you're kind of more in the place of like it makes sense that I feel this way because right, like we only can do what we know how to do, and so now I now I can like physically see the things that I'm thinking and feeling and doing and creating, and I can from my adult brain show my toddler brain, right, like kind of give my toddler brain a hug and just say, you know what, you did such a good job in protecting me. Because that's what it was doing. And so I can realize, I realized that I did the best I could with what I have. Uh, and now that I have this tool, this self-coaching model, I can do better. And I mean, I teach my clients a lot that the real change comes when we can see the thoughts that we're having and the feelings we're creating from those and love ourselves anyways. Right.
0: Right. I love that looking at it from that perspective of... Just having compassion for really that survival side of our brains and that force that, you know, pushes us to just do the like the impulsive action.
1: Right. Yeah. And I really, I like to think of it in terms too of like a primitive brain, right? We, yes, like, we that's a good word for it. Like we mentioned, you mentioned before, we walk around in this subconscious state, right? In this fog. And, we don't realize that we're doing it but once we start to realize and and once our adult brain starts to control that that primitive brain like that's when we can let go of the primitive brain and move forward to create the life that we actually want i do love that
0: thought i guess i just really like the thought that i have control yeah. over having the life that i want yeah but it does take looking at life through a different perspective and actually examining my life and how i am creating the results because of the way that i'm thinking.
1: Yeah, and something that i love and hate at the same time is i've realized i'm the one that's creating all of it. <laughs> and i can't oh no, i can't blame anybody else, gosh dang it. So, uh, I mean, once you learn that, it's like, I can't unlearn that, but. Well, and that's why the self-love
0: part is so important, right? The compassion, the acknowledgement of judgment for self and the forgiveness of judgment for self.
1: Yeah, because that's, whenever I do a thought download, I like, there's lots of thoughts that I have and I like to just look at all of the thoughts and I say, what am I making this mean? What am I making this mean about me? And then from mm-hmm. there, whatever thought that is, that's where I go and I put it into my, my self-coaching model. But oh my gosh, that's such an important
0: point. <clears throat> I feel <throat> like if I could tell everybody one thing, it would be, well, I have so many one things, but <laughs> that is one of them is acknowledging your thought and asking yourself, what are you making it mean? And yeah. noticing that, that we're telling ourselves stories all day long. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And every single thought we have is optional. And we just never knew that they were optional. We just think they're facts and it's how life is. And that's just not true. We can choose with intention. Yeah. That's like the limiting beliefs that we get stuck in. And I also like the thought too, this might be off topic, but I was listening to somebody and she had a realization of if I think I'm not good enough and everybody else thinks they're not good enough, then doesn't... that mean that that's not true. Like we are, we can't all be not good enough, right?
0: Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Or but what if we, we, we are all not good enough, right? Yeah, <laughs> we are? Well, that's, honestly, I think that's the one. <laughs> I mean, we're not. Like that's why we need Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Yet at sure. the same
0: time, we all have infinite value, right? Right. We all have incredible value. We also
1: need Jesus Christ. We need lots of help. Lots and lots of help, which is totally fine. Okay, Gretchen, tell us where you can be found. Yeah, so um, I am on Facebook and on Instagram. So you can follow me there. Um, Facebook, just search Gretchen Palmer and you'll see my face. And then Instagram, you it is... I should know this. It's Gretchen Palmer 7, at Gretchen Palmer 7. Yeah. And you also have a Facebook group. Yeah. I have a Facebook group and it's called Women of Faith Who Overeat and Want to Lose Weight. So you can find me there too. And that's where I give lots of coaching. I talk a lot about all of the stuff. I teach my clients uh, lots of things about learning how to feel your feelings, how to stop people pleasing, how to stop overeating. So can someone come in and just watch as a fly on
0: the wall? Sure. Okay. I know yeah. you were really good at doing a lot of lives and um, video trainings and things.
1: Yeah. Lots of times people just kind of watch and that's totally fine. But I'm there to offer what I have because I know I'm not the only person that goes through this. <laughs> and uh, I, I really feel like the self-coaching model, I really feel like it's truth and it's how I can help the world.
0: I love it. I love the self-coaching model. It's changed my life.
1: I know. It's, so, it's magical.
0: I actually think sometimes I want to work myself out of a job, you know, because I want people to be able to do this themselves.
1: Yeah. It's so true. And yeah. What course, a good it's goal. it's so helpful. But. I know. What a good goal. All
0: right. Thank you for listening today. Okay. Make sure to check out Gretchen's Facebook page, Women of Faith Who Overeat and Want to Lose Weight. I know that's a mouthful. Don't worry, I will include it in the show notes so you don't have to remember it. You can just copy and paste it into Facebook if you're on there. And like I said at the beginning, Gretchen is so amazing. And even if you do not need to lose weight, she still offers so much value in the concepts that she shares. As always, I truly appreciate the ratings and reviews. They help others to find the show. And I am so passionate about my mission of enhancing perspective, to decrease judgment and increase compassion so make sure to subscribe to get all the future episodes i am planning on producing just a few more episodes for this season then i'm going to take a break from publishing podcasts to revamp a little bit and then in the fall i'll be back with lots more amazing perspective content it's going to be awesome and i hope you'll love it i have tons of great ideas and lots of valuable information to share Thank you again for being here and have a beautiful day.